You're listening to the Thoroughbred Podcast, an elite business leadership podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back, guys. John Wentworth here with the Thoroughbred Podcast, an elite business podcast, and we're super excited to, one, be in our new studio, which is awesome. Uh, We're going to rock out some content over the next few weeks and get a little bit more specific to real estate, Uh, but a thoroughbred, you know, a definition is just, uh, in a business sense, is a leader, and we've got a great leader with us today. Uh, I just looked him in the eyes, and I'm almost going to cry now. stop, stop. Um, because this gentleman is a wonderful leader. He's a great person. He's filled with his faith for the Lord. And and he's also somebody that uh, means a tremendous amount to me. Um, somebody on our team that, that I've watched him grow and, and he's watched me grow together over many years. For sure. For uh, sure. And that is Mr. Todd Warda of the John Wentworth Real Estate Group. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just super pumped and honored to even be in the studio right this second. Just, it is actually I mean, a studio now. Yeah. For the, but just to be here, this this mug is on point. It, oh, it's phenomenal in here. So I'm shout out to Chris really, Luke oh, Taylor for all the hard job. work. Yeah, but I'm blessed to be here. It's uh, it's exciting to watch this whole thing grow, and just to be in the studio with John Wentworth is amazing to me. <laughs> Even though I see him every day, it's still just to be here is really cool. For, so thanks for having You're me. You're in the studio now. I know. You're I'm, just not in the office. I, I must have made it. <laughs> You have made it, but you made it a long time ago. In fact, tell me a little bit about your journey into real estate, because previously you were a professional photographer and obviously transitioned into real estate, and and I remember it well, but share your story. Yeah, so for me, I mean, John, obviously you and I have known each other since we were young in high school, and uh, we had blessed to have sons at the same time, and we poured into their lives and coaching them in hockey, and it was a great experience, and at that time, I was running my own business, and, um, you know, 10 years later, I, uh, you hired me to do some photography work, and I started <laughs> shooting all the homes, and uh, I think I was burnt out. I th- you know, I think that yeah. happens after so long. You, you get burnt out of, of running a business, and, and we had, uh, of course, 2008 and 2009, so... Um, just so even in, even the photography business took a hit during for that sure, time, right? For sure, and, and took a leap of faith with my trust in you and uh, decided to sell my business and jump in uh, full force to real estate, and that was in 2012, believe it or not, uh, and now here Pretty we are. Wild. Yeah, so it's been, it's been phenomenal. Tell us a little bit about who Todd Ward is as a person. Um, you know, I see Todd as, you know, a faith-driven person, uh, very devoted and committed to to really everyone around you, not just your family, not just your wife, but really everybody that you come into contact with? Well, I I really love serving people. I mean, that's really where my heart's at. I want to help as much as I can, whether it's the agents here or my wife or our You better help her out because she'll kick your butt. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Paula don't play. I just love to serve. Really, that's my thing. Um, I think that's why God has me here. Um, And whether it's you or somebody on the team. And if I can see them grow and achieve their goals, that makes me super happy. Well, talking about goals, tell us about your goals. I mean, you've done some really great things since you started in real estate. I mean, I remember uh, particularly there was a time where, you know, in the beginning, I remember you saying to me, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And I was mad. I'm like, you're going to make it. Trust me. I remember that day. I remember (laughs) that day. Yeah. So tell us about from that day to where you are now. Well, I think it's, you know, Back then, I didn't have the faith I have now, right? So I, I had a, a fear, and I understand that you're not supposed to have that fear. Now I do, right? right. Uh, but back then, you're you're leaving a, a. I was the boss. I had the you know, the business, right. and now I, I'm totally 
totally something new, but it was all about people. And I knew that I knew people. And I know that if I led with my heart and followed you uh, and the success that you did, that good things were, were to come. And I always learned in my life, never follow the money, let the money follow you. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about that. If you do the right thing and you take care of people, the money will take care of itself. And if you're chasing the dollar, I mean, I don't know. I just, that, that to me would be a tough way to live and it'd be tough to sleep at night. It's a lot easier to sleep knowing that you served people from your heart. For sure. We're not always perfect, right? We're human beings. Uh, you, you had a deal yesterday that went south and you're like, what do I do? I said, take 15 minutes, pray and know that you're doing the best you can do. And that's all you can do. And then ended up having a great conversation with your sellers. Yes, for sure. For sure. So, uh, I, I think, uh, just being part of this team obviously gives you instant credibility, but that along with my desire to serve people in my heart has, I think, what's helped my success level. I think the first year out of the gate, I may have done five or six million, but last year I did 13 million. Yeah. So it's just been such a great experience for me. And I, I'm very excited with the technology and everything oh, yeah. that's happening, what's going to happen the next five years. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, we've got uh, big growth in front of us and uh, at the same time still trying to, to create that, you know, that team family atmosphere, maybe a combination of the two. Um, but, but what really motivates you inside of this business? I mean, you do really well, you continue to show up every day, which for the realtors out there, you know, I think that, cause I remember also there was a time, in fact, we were in Vegas at a Tom Ferry event and you're like, after we're at dinner and you're like, man, you know, I'm, you know, I'm working hard, but I'm not getting to the next level. I go, bro, you come in at seven, you leave at 10. You got to be there all day. You've got to throw yourself into this business. And as soon as you did that, that's when you really took off. And that was a big change for you. That was a big change for me. Just being around the iron sharpens iron. You know, Amen. I think for me to add value to someone is what drives me. For, ah. for me to come here, be the first one in the office and, and just see them coming in and giving everybody hugs and high fives and the, answering their questions. Right. That's why I'm here. It's not to, to be the number one sales. Right. That's just not me. Well, and I think too, I mean, I got to imagine because I know you, what's on your mind. You sit there and you're watching who's coming in and you're leading huddles and you're leading uh, uh, some meetings. And so I, I just have to think that you want to pour into the people that are willing to be poured into. Correct. So I know there's some frustration that lies there too when, hey, I'm willing to pour into you and you need me to pour into you because you need help. You need support. You need more closings to feed your family. And then you don't get that participation. And, and I know that weighs on you uh, probably more than it does me. But then when I know it weighs on you, it starts to upset me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, no one wants to get taken advantage of, right? I mean, that's the biggest thing. And and if I'm your secondhand person here, I want to protect you, right? That's my goal in this whole organization is to make sure that they achieve the goals that they want to achieve. But at the end of the day, like you said, we have to treat this like a professional sports team do we have the right people on the bus? Yeah. And if they're not, it's okay to let them go. We still love them, but they got to go. Well, and I think too, like, and, and easier said than done, right? Because sure. we struggle with that. But I've always, t you know, talked about this theory of the depth chart, you know, like when I played football and, you know, they put all the names up there and, and my name was on the bottom once, once and never again, you know, but not everyone's motivated through that. That right? is that is totally true. In fact, we just have the depth chart up right now. And, and I asked them, I asked all the salespeople in our huddle this morning, like, what motivates you? I'm doing a September sales uh, contest. What motivates you? Is it cash? Is it a trip? And you wouldn't believe their faces like, eh. Yeah. Like there's, there's some no drive there. So we need to figure out each, everybody's a different. Everybody's got a different, something different they're shooting for. But to me, it's just a competition level thing. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm a competitor. If you put me in this room and somebody's got to get out, I'm getting out. <laughs> 
I mean, no matter what it is. I understand that. If I have a, if we're going to race Beatles, my Beatles going to win. I don't know. Do they race Beatles anywhere? Uh, Are you talking about the bug or the car? (laughs) They probably (laughs) race the car. Because that would be Herbie. What, What kind of advice do you have? You know, again, just... Newer to the industry, when did you when did you start in real estate? 2012. 2012. The beauty about Todd is Todd just buys into the system. Same with Andy Belson on our team. Same with some of the other guys coming up on the team. Look, the system is there, right? There's a great podcast out there about being a one, two, three, or a four. And the ones plug into the system and they just do the shit that, that's already proven. And then you get the, the twos, threes, and fours that start to, as they go into a four, they start to try to do it more on their own and then they struggle and then they wonder why. And most people, when they struggle, they blame everyone else but themselves. And that's the other thing I'm really big on is look in the mirror, buck up and own it, right? But these systems that we have in place, I mean, people can just plug into them and do so well. And, and I think that's one of the things why you've succeeded so well. It wasn't because you weren't just chasing the money, you were chasing the the, the longevity of it. And so you've done so great. But what advice do you have for new agents coming into the market? I mean, we're in a market that everyone says, oh, the market's great. And sure it is. Sure. But there's actually fewer sales occurring. And those sales are being absorbed by more of the bigger teams. So if you're new to the industry, it is not all, all roses. I mean, it's difficult. And we have a 97% failure rate in our industry. How do we help those people? What do we say to those agents um, so that they're not quitting their jobs, getting into real estate, and then failing in real estate. I mean, with me sitting down with somebody new for the first time, if they just got their license two months ago, I mean, the first thing I ask them is, do you have reserves? Because I think it's very important. If you're so worried about getting paid hourly or the next week, you need to have some reserves, just being honest with them in the business. Right, because if they're focused on the money, because, and look, we all need it. I mean, money money is something that we need to eat, feed our family, pay the bills, and then hopefully at some point it gets to a place where it gives us great choices. But if they're new, new to the industry and all they have on their mind is, holy shit, I need money. Correct. Then they're not going to serve the way that we want them to serve people. Right. And I think that's what it's all about is, is learning, like our system, learning to be a very good buyer's agent first before you worry about anything else. And this is for a new agent, not, brand, not brand somebody new, new to yeah. the team, a new agent into the industry. Brand new agent, learn to be a buyer's agent first, learn to understand those objections, learn to interact with the person for the first time and, and earn their trust, because that's what they're doing, and then move on to being a listing agent. I think that's so important. So many people want to go list right away, and they forgot how to do the job. So Well, and I think that's, that's huge to, to talk about that, because... Very often people say, yeah, but I want to list. I'm like, do you do you really give a shit on how you get paid? Like whether it's a listing or a buyer. And, and I'm not talking about agents that have been in, the, in real estate for five years. But if you're just trying to eat, why are you worried about where it's coming from? And I think that system has proven over time that it works well. Sure. I, I mean, it really does because the thing about a listing is you're in competition for that listing with other realtors. And you've got to earn their trust. On a buyer side appointment, you're just trying to earn their trust and, and serve them and, and show them some home. So I think it's much easier to jump into that. Correct. And I think also with this ISA model, you know, you come in, you're brand new oh, to wait, the- Oh, I got to- I got to- th- yeah. This is a dropper right now. <laughs> I just- about- This morning, I'm in the shower. I always think about these things in the shower, and I'm like, I have the perfect platform for the ISA floor plan combination model that I haven't even told Todd about yet. And so for those of you that have an ISA uh, system- you're going to like this, I hope. Uh, give me some feedback on it. But my vision is that, okay, so we have floor time. Agents are on floor and they're supposed to be, you know, calling their leads and doing all those things. But we know that they kind of get, you know, it's easy to get off track. Your buddy's asking you a question. And, and uh, 
So here's my plan, okay? Is that during your floor time, you're in the ISA room working with the ISA. Now, instead of three ISAs, which we currently have, you have two people on floor, so you have five people, which then also helps us convert on our Zillow, which Zillow is another thing we're going to dive really deep into. I'm, I'm really fascinated by what's going on with Zillow, and we're going to get really deep into helping people understand Zillow, helping people convert on Zillow, um, and, and so that's another piece of that. So that's my idea on the ISA is that we, we have those three people on ISA, and then the people that are on floor during their floor time, instead of going to their desk and waiting for the phone to ring, they go and plug right into the ISA system and learn ISA from them. No, I like it. I like it. Because again, iron sharpens iron, right? If you're in there and you're in that room, you better, and you're in there with an ISA, you better do your job. Oh, for sure. You better make your phone calls. I'm glad you like it because now you got to go put it, put it, <laughs> now you got to go implement it. Now go, yeah. <laughs> But my point on the ISA is I think that if you can learn those conversations and you learn to handle objections on the phone, and then from there you move into being becoming a showing agent, you're just that much, much more that much knowledgeable sharper. and yeah. sharper to be in front of the client. Well, I mean, look, and here's the thing. I think that because the market's strong and, and no matter what we say to somebody, they think it's going to be easy. Right. And then they go through those trials and struggles and realize, oh, shoot, this is not as easy as I thought it would be. And I just thought of something as I'm standing here with you is that your wife is going to watch this, which means I have to swear way less. Paula, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> that uh, goes that goes to a way back to a conversation. You know yeah, that yeah. <laughs> you and I. Come on. But um, but but really, I think that. There, there's so much opportunity inside of real estate now, but you also have to, it goes back to the stat that, that we know, right? Teams are growing like crazy and, and the production of the teams is growing like crazy, which means they're absorbing more and more of the market and the singular agent has fallen off even in an improving market. Yeah, and I guess that would be the very first thing I would say is you need to join a team. Yeah. It's difficult to do it on your own. There are people that can do it, uh, but they're busting their butts for sure. Well, and I think too is quality of life, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. you did how many million last year? Uh, 13. Okay. And how many family events did you miss? Zero. So, I mean, that's <laughs> what it's all about, right? It's not just... Sorry, goes, Paula, if I've missed any. <laughs> any that you didn't know about? But that this goes back to not just being about the money. Yeah, but if you sure. do the right thing and you plug into these systems, it's not just my system or, or our system. I always say, like, if I move to California or Kentucky, which I probably will move to Kentucky before California because of the thoroughbreds, and yes, we're going to win the Breeders' Cup, and yes, we're going to win the Kentucky Derby because it's kind of like being in this room. I'm going to get out first, and I'm going to win the Derby. But, uh, you know, I would just, if I move to Kentucky, i just join a team. Oh my gosh, I could go on Jay Pitt's team right now and crush everyone. Did everybody hear that? Jay Pitts, did you hear that? <laughs> Don't be trying to recruit me, brother. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, I, I really believe that in my heart. So when people are so, you know, they're, 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 well, teams are kind of new, right? And we built a team out of necessity instead of out of, wow, look how cool it is. Sure. And I think that's helped us a lot too. Yeah, for sure. And that very first Remax conference that we went to, and we saw Tom Ferry for the first time, we said, that's our guy. I mean, since yep. then, our, our business and our company has just changed so much. And we've been able to help so many people. Oh, so. I mean, it's been a beautiful thing. You know, every year since we've started, our sales have gone up. Yeah, we, we just hit 300. 300 for the year? For the for the year. Yep. Awesome. So our goal, obviously, is 500. What's the date? Somebody give me the date. Today is uh, August 30th. August 30th. So we've hit 300, so we're on track to hit five? Yes, we are. Nice. Good yes, job. Yes, we are. So it's been Good fun. Job. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, tell us a little bit about where you want to go, like from a personal standpoint inside of real estate. 
That's a great question because it's been pondering with me for about I don't know. A I know year, that's a year why now. that's why I asked, brother. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I I really do truly love helping and coaching and being here to mentor some of these agents, but I also understand that I have to make a living. So I guess if my my dream would be if you could combine those two things for me, that would be fantastic. <laughs> See, there's lots going to come out of these podcasts <laughs> with people on our team. I'm going to really get to the bottom of what they're thinking because they're on the spot. I mean. You just lead with their heart. You got to answer the question. What about agents that are already in the marketplace? And because we see this all the time, we meet with them again. We talked about this earlier, the, the, the market, the sales continue to rise. But these agents that have been around for a while that have been doing it, I don't want to say the old school way, but I mean, look, we're, I think right now in our industry, we're at a tipping point where there's so many changes that have occurred and 10 times those changes are going to occur over the next five years. And so it is difficult to be at the forefront of all that and, and to dive into all of that stuff for an agent that's been in the industry 10, 15, 20 years. Because we bring those people on our team and they either buy into the system and crush like David Niemer. Sure. Right. Sure. I mean, he is rocking. I got his numbers today. I think he's, I think he's got um, 23 pending and closed for the year already. So he's rocking. And remember, he was an individual agent for 20 years. <laughs> I know, that's crazy. Th- that's crazy. That's longer than you and I have been in real estate combined. Correct. And I think what happens in that situation is when, when, when you come on a team like this, it's not about transactions. It's about the number of people that you're getting in your sphere. Your sphere is growing so large and now you last year, let's say an individual agent did, oh, I did 12 deals, um, but now you come over here and you do 30. Can you imagine in five years, right. those 30 refer you and they need to sell. Now you have 60 and 100 and it just keeps growing. So Well, that's that combination effect. Like, okay, I've grown my business and I'm starting to get some repeat referral business and I'm still getting all the leads from the team. And so it's like you hit this tipping point where, yeah, you go from 10 to 20 to 40 like, like that's exactly done. what happened to me exactly exactly what happened exactly to me. Yep. but at the same time they're all fighting the split all the time the split the split the split and i'm like the split ain't shit it goes back to <laughs> don't follow the money let the money follow you i mean that's so important are you worried about your split are you worried about your w2 at the end of the year period do we get a w2 or a 1099 or whatever it is i don't even know what the heck we get <laughs> So, I truly don't. And I ask the I ask the agents all the time, what's more important to you? Like your quality of life at the end of the year, what you're making for your family, or what your split is? Well, and that's the same thing though, right? I mean, the quality of life on top of, because with all of the support here, there's so many things that we don't touch. But now that we've gone independent and we're starting to open up that brokerage model as well, we have a spot for the people that, you know, are kind of have their heels dug in. I just want I just want to do my own thing. I don't want to have to do the be I don't want to be accountable. I don't really want that that part of it. I don't want to have to go to the meetings, although people usually intend them and enjoy them. So by the way, we went canoeing the other day. So, I mean, we try to make them fun. Sure. Um, but now we've got that option available for pe- for people. And I think that's going to really allow us to grow as a brokerage and as a brand. And I think that's pretty awesome. Super excited about that because at the end of the day, like you said, all these changes coming up in then two to five years, there may only be one or two brokerages in the area. And which one you're going to want to be at? 
Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, there's no doubt you're going to want to be with GWG for all the reasons we're talking about. But this isn't just about GWG. This is about business. This is about leadership. Um, you are a tremendous leader. Tell us a little bit about your your faith. Um, you know, we've gone through some transitions together, you know, having you at our men's retreat. And I think it's important to bring that to the forefront. You know, we talk about that with, with all of our guests. And I think it's interesting how the people in our sphere, you know, we have that foundation and that faith. Well, you know, I could tell you that it's it's growing every single day. I mean, I spend the first 30 to 45 minutes of my day uh, reading, just knowledge and, and reading, the, obviously, the Bible, but uh, other books that Paul has given me. And my wife's been a tremendous, yes. I mean, tremendous asset and partner to me in that. I mean, when I married into this family, um, you know, her son was a youth pastor, and it was kind of intimidating at first. And now I feel like I can lead this family, and I couldn't have said that five years ago. Yeah. Did you go to CHIRP before you met Paula or after you met Paula? I went CHIRP during the process of us dating. I was thinking it was like right in the in the early, so she was probably like, yeah, go, baby. Because <laughs> so <laughs> I remember her being there. Yeah, she saw the value yeah. for sure. You know, And then and now the, the, the coolest thing that's happened, and I think in our lives, is it spilled over to my son, Josh, who yeah. you know, just got back from his mission trip uh, in Guatemala, and it's just been... It's been so nice just to watch his faith grow. So talk a little bit about that because I, you know, I was privy to it. I witnessed it. I watched it, you know, going into chirp with the things that had, and because this is the thing, this is that self-reflection piece, right? Where instead of trying to be so tough and, and anchored, being able to, to self-reflect, self-diagnose and trying to improve every day. And, you know, you went through, through a divorce and, you know, wherever that led you to that moment of your life of, of starting to date Paula and then coming into a chirp, which was the men's retreat that we attended together. And that trigger, I mean, w- was a huge change that has sustained for, I mean, it's been four or five years. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that moment. Ooh, that was a very an emotional moment. But, <laughs> and, you know, you, you hear people, oh, that's the day I got saved. But you don't really... It's hard to explain that. They have to actually feel that themselves, that relationship that starts to trigger with God, um, because it is a relationship. It's not, uh, it's, it's continuous talking and communication and listening, and, and I believe that I'm in the spot that he wants me to be in, but I talk to him every day, whether or not, who can I help today? Right. Who are you going to put in my path today? Um, and I think it's just been tremendous. I see myself pouring into you, but you also pour into me. Yeah. Uh, and we do that outside of this podcast, but it really, sure, it sure. really, it, the reason that this whole change came about is because you invited me to that conference. So, yeah, it was a, it was an amazing event. It's, it, you know, I mean, we went through it quite a few times, but it was dynamite. Uh, I got to share my story, which, uh, I was actually just asked to, uh, to speak at Momentum University, uh, shout out to Jason Will, um, which is uh, Momentum University is going to be an awesome thing. You'll be there, of course. You just don't know it yet. But it's uh, <laughs> April. Uh, for all the realtors out there, check out MomentumUniversity.com, run by uh, Jason Wills, heading that up. Going to be some awesome speakers, and uh, I'm blessed to have been invited just last night, actually, um, to speak. So I'm excited for that. You should and, be. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be awesome. But I'm going to need you there because you know I'm going I'm to be crying. <laughs> um, take us out. Take us out what? Take us out. Take us out. Talk to those realtors specific. Talk to those those business um, owners specifically. Uh, what really do you think it takes to go to the next level? Because we're always talking about trying to go to the next level, but it's not just about numbers, right? It's about everything. So what is that foundation that you resort to all the time that helps you go to the next level each day? 
Well, of course, self-reflection with God. I mean, having that relationship with God has helped me tremendously, but I also believe that you need to have somebody in your life that you don't want to disappoint. Ooh, I Disappointment like that. is a word that's so powerful. Like, I never want to disappoint my wife. I never want to disappoint you. And if you have somebody in your life that you just don't want to disappoint, that is is the powerful trigger that will get you up every morning and make you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Well, that I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing. I don't want to disappoint you either, right? And I'm like, oh, shoot, did I mess up? Did I swear too much? Because <laughs> Todd will check me like, bro, um, you can't swear like that in front of that person. And, you know, I'm just an emotional guy, and I just run with my heart, and I, I don't really always think about what I say because I just always speak the truth. So I feel like I don't need to to monitor it, if you will. Um, and then also somebody said to me, this gentleman named Keith, he said, you swear a lot. I said, okay, I'm sorry. He said, well, God told me one day, God told me not to swear and I've never sworn since. And I said, well, brother, he hasn't said he that, hasn't to, me said yet, that yet, to you. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and I'm talking to him, but he hasn't said it yet. He said some other stuff that I need to do, but, but he hasn't said that yet. But I think that is important to have somebody that, and that's why we're in coaching. You know, people say to me, why are you in coaching? You sell 300 homes a year um, because I always need to improve. And yes, having those people that I don't want to disappoint helps me stay to another level. But also uh, that's on a macro, on a micro, having you in my life, having the team in my life, you know, that holds me accountable to not failing also. For sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Guys, thank you so much for checking us out. Love the new studio. We're going to rock a bunch of these. Look forward to having you involved. Uh, like, subscribe, share this post, if you will. Thoroughbred Podcast, Todd Warda. John Wentworth, you the man. Out of the park. Todd is an awesome man. Check him out on Facebook. And uh, thank you, guys. Have a blessed day.